Fernando, you picked Heartbeats. I did. Also known as Les Amours Imaginaires. Yeah, so now I know how to tell a doctor that I have problems with my heartbeats. In French. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, uh. Um, where, mm. did you, where did you hear about this one? Was it another Oswaldo special? Yeah, that is correct. So that Brilliant. was another of his recommendations. Uh, Liking this Oswaldo. Yeah, yeah. One, what a strange film. Uh, hmm. hmm. For sure. Was it what you were expecting? It was definitely not what I, ex- what I was expecting, but then again, what was I expecting? Uh, <laughs> hmm. I mean, I guess I was expecting a film, in which case, yes, it was what I expected. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Were you expecting the whole thing to be in some kind of crazy moon language? <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> what was that language? <laughs> uh, I, I looked it up. Apparently, it's called French. Yeah. That can't be real. So <laughs> French is what people spoke when they could not speak Latin. Is that, is that I think that was the idea. Well okay. so they they it used to be everybody in Canada spoke Latin and then at uh. some point some of the people started speaking English and the people who didn't like that um carried on speaking Latin and then that eventually turned into French. And then I see. The Canadians actually invaded France and brought the language over there. In a little well, box. I, I always knew French was an indigenous, <laughs> uh, an indigenous Canadian language. Yeah. It was something along those lines. Hmm. Wait, where's France again? Fishy to me. <laughs> <laughs> France is uh, well. It has a border with Brazil, right? <laughs> it does yes. <laughs> I'm not making that up. It does. <laughs> Sorry, so we're we're going completely. What are you talking about? I don't understand. (laughs) I don't understand any of these references. So, what else do we need to talk about? (laughs) We haven't done the sweet round. The sweet round, yes. Um, So, Fernando, good film, not what you were expecting. Bad film. It was not what I was expecting. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Was it was it old? <laughs> I mean, it was it was not old. Maybe I just don't know. Maybe it was old. I mean, it was two thousand and ten. That's quite old, I suppose. Yeah, that's eleven yeah. years ago. That's like twenty years ago. Holy Rex! <laughs> Holy Rex! <laughs> okay, so Fernando could perhaps go either way. Maybe by the end of this, we'll persuade him to one way or another. Mm. What did you think, Laura? I do not like to be seen. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. I do not like to know myself. too close to home. (laughs) (laughs) Much too much. Oh, Oh, no. Oh, Oh. which... which, So when we do the which character were you round, you're going to have an answer straight away, are you? (laughs) Yes, for the record, it's both of them. And (laughs) And the women from the start who's stalking her. (laughs) (laughs) Ex-boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this was a this was a very personal experience for Laura. What did you very think, Claire? So. <laughs> well, I wasn't as closely attached to it as Laura. <laughs> um, I thought it was good. It was a bit weak in places, um, mm. but I think 
the idea was quite good and it was mostly well done. That's yep. my conclusion. Cool. Yeah, you know, I think I'd say exactly the same thing as Claire. Oh. Weak in oh, places, man. mostly good. <laughs> um, I thought I was hating it and it sort of saved it a bit in a way that I thought was quite... Yeah, I didn't quite get what it was getting at for a while, uh, but by the end I was I was on board and I thought yeah. it was very cool along the way. Nice. Michael, did you I see just like to say, I thought or... it was genuinely brilliant. Okay. You thought it was genuinely brilliant. Okay, so but, before we talk about what you hated about it, Laura, <laughs> what did you like about it? I what just, was good about it? I suppose for the same reason that I hated it, which is that I felt like I felt really strongly identified with Karen. I felt like I knew exactly how they were feeling at all points yeah. along the way and it all just played out so truthfully and well and apart from that I thought it was a beautifully made film and it just felt very I don't know like you say sometimes when things just feel quite real yeah okay I mean it had a lot of artsy bits about it which I also quite liked because it gave it a bit of flair Um, yeah but yeah I was very compelled and I wasn't really expecting to like it which is my own prejudice because I always go every time I have to see a subtitled film I'm like I'm not gonna like this (laughs) it's gonna be an artsy fartsy French film (laughs) which to be fair (laughs) it was was. I always always enjoy them always Always. well not always well maybe always I don't know maybe you just are you a snob maybe you maybe you like arty films maybe I am oh god are you a hipster I think I might be Hmm. I think if you're convinced by default that they're all terrible, you can't be a snob, right? (laughs) Yeah, that's the opposite of a reverse snob. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, so I I see what you mean about it seeming very real somehow. Uh, The the little interviews with the people who were telling their stories for a a little while, I wondered whether those were were real, whether Mm. they just interviewed people, but I think they probably weren't. They were too... (laughs) <laughs> too well spoken and too, uh, yeah, too nicely rounded and everything, and they fit the story of Francis and Marie and Nicola mm. too well. Uh, but I thought that was a yeah, that was an interesting one. Um, and yeah, I think I think I, I struggled a little bit because um, I thought they were all making some bad decisions <laughs> at quite a lot <laughs> so of places. Many bad decisions. Um, oh. This is where we differ because I would have made exactly the same decisions as they all made along the way. Can we agree that they were bad decisions? Yes, very much so. (laughs) Looking back. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I was yeah, I was actually just shaking my head at points. Mm. (laughs) I just don't. It's like watching a horror film. Yeah, it's like watching (laughs) Halloween. Just buried my head in my hands. Yeah. Um, so Francis and Marie (laughs) (laughs) Francis and Marie were a uh, polyamorous couple what? is this what we'd say? what? What? no, oh my god, what? what? they were just friends they were just friends Francis was gay Francis and Marie Francis was gay did we watch (laughs) the same film? (laughs) I thought, I thought, oh, so I was going to, right, here we go. What? So one of the things I was going to say was, isn't it interesting about this film that sort of uniquely among films, it seems basically every character was bisexual. Um, <laughs> so you're telling me Francis and Marie were 
flatmates, platonic flatmates. I don't even think they lived together. Yeah, they didn't, they didn't live, live together. together, but they were in the same bed half the time. This is what happens when you watch a film in French. You never understand. <laughs> <it>. <laughs> uh, I agree. Right, so, but I mean, they both fell in love with Nicola, right? Yes. Yes. And then they both had sex with Nicola. No. No. Neither of them had any sex. What? They no just... one had sex with Nicola. Yeah. They both... Oh, my God. Um, so we saw... Jesus. What the hell happened? I think there must be bad storytelling going on here one way or another. Um, we all... None of us um, seem to struggle except you, Michael. <laughs> well, maybe you're all struggling and I'm the only one who got it right. That... Who nope. shares a bed with someone that they're interested in and their best friend? Loads of people. <laughs> it... Loads and loads of people. And they were both also getting off with loads of other people. So we, we saw Francis sleeping with, yes, I think just men. Mm. Other sort of, we, we were to think one night stands, right? Mm-hmm. And yes. we saw the same with Marie, who I think it was also just men. And yeah, yeah. And they were in both interested bed, in Nicola. I'd like to point out. So probably not a couple in a different bed. Wow! How do I have no idea what this film was about? Um, that would have radically changed my opinion of the whole because the whole film is building towards this strange tension of like. Both of them are completely misreading every mm-hmm. sort of glance and touch. If they'd already slept together at the beginning, that would be meaningless. Yeah, so I thought this was a film about very casual sex and people accidentally falling in love. Oh, no. And, and he was just in it for a bit of fun, Francis, and got out as soon as it became clear that it was getting too heated. Um... They were all just friends. <laughs> they both very much fancied Nicola. Yeah. That was that was the point. But Nicola of the film. was like kissing them all the time. But not not really though. That was yeah, they were misinterpreting it. That's the point. He was just being friendly and Oh my god. <laughs> um they like you. We're misunderstanding it. <laughs> wow. God, you'd have been right in Nicholas Clutches, Michael. <laughs> yeah, well, the whole time I was thinking, wow, it must be so difficult being in a polyamorous relationship. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't this just a poster for, for how <clears throat> how complicated things can get when when you get into these sorts of things? Right. So, so Fran- and I thought Francis and Marie had been in a relationship for ages, maybe a year or two, and that it was Nicola getting involved that was causing all that to break down. Wow. I mean, that would be an interesting film too. Yeah. Wait, but then oh what, did, what did you, what did you, th- yeah, what did you think when <laughs> Nicola replied, how could you think that I'm gay? I when- thought you bastard <laughs> i thought it was something I, I thought it was exactly the same thing as what he did with um marie which was he said oh, i've got something on the stove and then sort of repeated oh if you'd said that i would still have something on the stove sort of as if to say 
look, we both know that I'm not really talking about the stove. I'm saying something that we both know is plainly not true, but I'm just refusing to mm. actually be <laughs> straight with you. Um, and I thought, God, what a terrible thing to say to him, um, as if just just to lie about everything that they had. Mm. I mean, it um, is a terrible thing to say. Yes, regardless. it's not a sensitive <laughs> yeah. response at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, wow. Has this ever happened before? <laughs> we totally read the film differently. Completely well, had, maybe this yeah. always happens, and we, this is just the first My God, time. We never discovered it. it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm just close having a quick... with whiplash if you spent most of the film thinking that it was a dream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the kind of thing. I feel like we've had something like this where it someone just didn't get the whole point of the film, but I can't remember now. This is the worst one. Um, <laughs> hmm. So, oh, where the hell do we go from here? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so let's let's assume that there's some chance that what you guys are saying is correct. <laughs> what, what, can I read the uh, the opening line of the Guardian <laughs> review? Oh yeah, of this oh, no. film. <laughs> oh, sorry. I will read the first the first three sentences. Okay, go for it. Twenty two year old Xavier Dolan directs and stars in this talky triangle of love set in French-speaking Quebec. He is Francis, a gay man who is best friends with Maria. She is straight, but their friendship is severely tested when they both conceive a passion for a new kid on the block. Nicola. Nicola. Right. Fuck. (laughs) Yeah, there we go. Okay. I need to... So what? What? Given all that, what, Wait, what did you think? So in, in Michael's defense, uh, both um, Francis and Marie's sexual orientation are not clearly stated within the film. In the film, so mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's true. Yeah, they could be could be bisexual. Yeah, I didn't know which way everything was going to go. I I thought maybe it. I thought. Um, because they were with again, I thought they were like in a relationship with Nicola, and I thought the blue-haired girl was going to end up being like the next person that gets involved in this. But then we just never hear anything about her the again. Blue-haired girl, yeah, that mom. he dances with at the party. Yeah, That's his, his mum. That's not his mum. It is his mum. <laughs> <laughs> she looks about half his age. No. She comes by the next day. She comes by the next but she doesn't have blue hair. No, it was oh, a wig. It was a wig. <laughs> they, they specifically say that that's his mum. <laughs> yeah, I thought they were taking the piss. I thought they were being like, oh, who the hell's she? She looks old enough to be his mum. Oh, <laughs> Um, it's disgusting is what it is. Uh, just in the same way that they were slagging off Nicola, they said, oh, who's that self-satisfied Adonis mm. in our room? And then they end up getting involved with him. I thought it was going to be the same thing. Oh, what a bitch. She looks you know, old enough to be his mother. Who the hell's she? And that they were going to end up getting involved with her or something, and that didn't happen. It was a very surprising film to me, and I'm starting <laughs> to think that might be because I didn't have any idea what was going on at almost any point. <laughs> 
<laughs> were, were you reading the subtitles or were you trying to be clever and understand <laughs> I, I was reading the subtitles okay. but, uh, so that I will say the they didn't spell it all out did they there was no, a, I guess in, yeah in the dialogue there was a lot of oh you need to sort of read into this here and you need to understand hmm. and maybe it's because I'm just so divorced from that world that I just assumed it was like a million times more extreme than I thought it was and just everyone was fucking every like behind the scenes on every single bit I thought like they don't even need to bother showing us that they're just having sex the whole time wow that's a really nice thought there yeah I'm just that's a totally different film though I've said that already but yeah yeah in a way, I mean, it would still be a film about you know two people falling too deeply for someone. I don't think and... it's about unrequited yearning. I mean, I guess it would have been, but nothing would be the same because it was all just unfulfilled hope and tension. And mm. yeah, a lot of it was them misunderstanding his social cues. Yeah, and I thought it was just the same thing. They they thought he <laughs> like I think you guys might be right here. Um, but I, yeah, I thought it was he was just in it for you know a few nights of fun, and they were thinking that they were going to be soulmates or whatever. Uh, uh, mm. God, what do I know? Who sleeps in the same bed? Like if you... <laughs> I think you need to go over that. Yeah, like, I agree. I... It's a bit weird, but I think if they're both like lusting after him, and he's so ambiguous mm-hmm. about yeah. his feelings towards both of them yeah oh so yeah if you're if you're francis or marie do you want to be the one that says no i'll sleep on the couch mm. knowing I that the other not. person has a crush on them I suppose yeah yeah so that's what they're doing isn't it oh dear <laughs> Yeah, the the fact that it's three of them makes it unromantic. That's what. Yeah, yeah. Means there's no sex, even though they're like half undressed and yeah. He's undressed and, quite a lot of the time. That that's true. He does like and, showing off his. And there was this bit where he like seductively said, "Do you have a big bed?" And he was like, "Yeah, it's quite a big bed." And I just yeah, he was actually just saying like, "Is there room for me to crash tonight?" Yeah. Whew. <laughs> the Frenchie, yeah. What, what are they like? Uh, That's where the French get it from, <laughs> right? So I feel like we need to, yeah, get past that. That wasn't what the film was. So given that we now vaguely have an idea what the film was, um, what else is worth discussing? I still want to know what Fernando felt about it. How did you feel when you were watching it? Like, were you like, oh, this is enjoy, this is compelling? Were you bored? Were you happy? Um, well, did you watch it on your own? I did watch it on my own. Um, I was mostly bored. Um, but really? also, oh. um, I was thinking, how are people going to read this? <laughs> and I think that the answer is, <laughs> it really depends on on whatever you're trying to to see, right? As in the the way that I'm trying to read the film is 
is this is just an example of what you're not meant to do uh <laughs> when when you're when you think you're in love with someone uh this is what people that are not very mature do i guess mm. and i was hoping <laughs> that maybe by the end they would be a little bit more mature it says one year later i was like wait we'll see different people now but no we see (laughs) (laughs) the same people just one year later and i was really disappointed by that uh mm, like they haven't learned anything uh aha so i'm not sure if this film will be read by some other people as validating the way that they behave saying oh yes you see i'm right in behaving this way and i know that i'm right because clearly people make films about my situation uh so i will not change my way uh of behaving yeah my behavior uh how would you describe their behavior then what would this was a film about people behaving how well I think it was in Francis and Marie were friends, right? As in, and as it turns out, they, <laughs> as in, they were both interesting in person. But then, in the process of trying to win Nicola, they were being mean to each other, and that's not what friends mm. do. And then, I think it should have become clear to them even before they confessed their love directly to nicola that nicola was not interested in them and Mm. they should have stopped pursuing him i guess well Mm. before uh mm. Uh, but matters of the heart not so simple as that (laughs) was it clear to you guys that nicola wasn't interested in them it was well, from afar, I, guess, I think so, but I could also see how they would think that he was. Yeah, I mean, to me, to me, it was clear almost from the beginning that he was not interested in them. Um, right. Yes. Mm. Except as friends. Yes. And. Except as friends, not. I'm not sure if even as friends, because yeah. it didn't seem like he cared much about their friendship anyway, which is why he behaved the way that he behaved. Oh. But he, like, organized a holiday for them, and he took them to plays, and he told them he loved them. Uh, that's, that's classic. That's what I do when I want to be friends that with guy. someone. Ah, uh, but... <sighs> Attachment issues that guy has, I think. <laughs> picking up Nicola. These, yep, fleeting relationships to get a sense of his own self worth. Oh, which then what discard. would he have done? What would he have done if he had wanted to be uh, friends with them and had really valued their friendship? Stop flirting with them. Ah, so in a way, he should have been a little more distant. Well, Maybe I yeah. Don't know. I, I don't. I don't know. No, I don't. Has anyone ever? Seen, you know, you have. I think we've talked about this before. The talented Mister Ripley. No, yeah. it's quite a similar yes. character mm. in it. 
that who just picks up and has these really intense friendships that he then discards <clears throat> for various mm. reasons. It felt a bit like that. But I suppose in the moment you wouldn't really be able to separate someone who was trying to make a genuine friendship bond with someone who was just, you know, getting self gratification out of another person's valuing them. Yeah. So you think Francis and Marie really had no way of knowing that he wasn't a good friend? Well, I think they could see that he was acting that way with the other one as well. Yeah. Also, so, he did. He had a the whole thing had like a cast of indifference about him. Like he was just yeah. so indif- indifferent to their feelings. He didn't really respond to them that much in the moment. He would just flirt and it felt a bit empty and shallow, I think. So I think they could have picked right. up a bit on it. I wonder if this film is similar to 500 Days of Summer in that way. Hmm. Mm. Have we all seen that film? I have. Yes. I have. It's been a long time. Mm. Well, I guess it's... Yes, I think that's a good character. Mm. Can you remind be. me what what that was about and how it related? So a man and a woman are in this, I guess, casual sex relationship. And he's mm. very much in love with her. But then she... I think that she... Does she make it clear that she's not interested in him? I'm actually not sure. At some point she does. I think she mm. does from uh. the beginning. She said she's not looking for anything serious. Mm. From the get-go. So Although I guess that, that's slightly different. Uh-huh, that, that's slightly different from this film then. Because Nicola never does. And mm. never says anything. Well, I mean, again, I guess he does at the end. <laughs> mm. Yeah, after it's gone too far, he makes it clear that he's not interested in either of them. But even then, does it in the most like cowardly, awful way? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's really bad. <laughs> I'm sorry, I have to wash my hands. <laughs> no, no, no. As in, oh, I don't have that? to wash my hands. I was just trying to make another excuse for Nicola. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, that was bad. And, and again, I, I thought that was going to be, um, I thought Francis and Marie, that like the story of the film was going to be, they got too involved and they drove him away and they need to learn and do better because otherwise they'll scare him off. And I was thinking, Nicola's being a real ass about this. He deserves to, especially since he's sleeping with them, he at least deserves to, like, they deserve some kind of closure. And so, like, if he's meant to be their friend or whatever, he's he should at least give them the time of day and talk to them. Um, and I was really pissed off. But then it turned out, yeah, they, they made it clear that he is a bit of a jerk and that they, they rejected his... Uh, his casual advances at the end there. Mm. Uh, that felt better. What do you think he was going to say at the end? That's a good question. What do you think? I think either I'm really glad that you're here or I'm really glad that your two are still friends in a patronising way. Mm. But that's just me filling in the I don't even think he'd have acknowledged anything. Oh, yeah, probably. I think he'd just have said, oh, I've not seen you in a while. He said, I'm really glad, and then they cut him off. Oh, yeah. Ah, yeah, okay. Yeah, I thought it was going to be, I'm glad to see you here. I'm Mm. glad you're you're at this party. And I thought, yeah, he was going to have another 
<laughs> a whirl on the merry-go-round. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but that's not what the film was about. Yeah, why would he come over to them at the end there? Does he enjoy he toying with their feelings? I don't think he knows he's a knob. Like, he just... Yeah. But what does he want to have to do with them? Because part of the reason that we're saying he's a knob is because he abandoned them and just shut them out of his life. So why is he coming over and being all friendly? I think he wants to see his own reflection, like mm. Narcissus. Just wants attention, worship. Okay. Even if it's a negative heartbreak. Yeah, but he under wants the them surface. falling over that's... him again. Yes, recognised by himself. Hmm. Okay. I just can't believe I misunderstood <laughs> this so much. <laughs> oh, there was so much sex. I think I just didn't realise where it ended and where it started. <laughs> what do we think of the um, the the slightly steamier scenes? Got a, a little explicit, didn't it? <laughs> oh, jeez, yeah. My God, I've never seen such a... Young sir. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of midriffs, a lot of boobs. Was there a lot of boobs? Well, a boob. couple of boobs. Oh. A lot of a lot of touching and clawing and lots of slow motion. It was quite well done, wasn't it? Yes. What was that film we watched? Did we watch that film recently where the sex scenes are all... Oh, wait, it was the last film that we saw, wasn't it? My own private Idaho. Oh, my own private Idaho. Oh, yeah, where they just paused. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, these freeze frames of... Uh, that's quite good. Uh, in yeah. a way, sort of same same feeling, the sort yeah. of just evoking a moment. Mm. Uh, yeah. I, I think it was about longing. Yeah. Okay. For touch and affection and yeah. all that jazz. And showing them getting it through these more casual relationships because they can't have what they actually want. Yeah. Also, I really fancied the second man that Maria slept with, that Marie slept with. The one with the glasses. Oh, with the glasses, <laughs> he yeah. He was cute. My God. <laughs> he seemed nice. He seemed like a nice yeah. chap. <laughs> Did we fancy Nicola? No. No. Yeah, in principle. Hmm. He seemed like a very good-looking guy. He was good-looking. I thought he looked exactly... He, I mean, I've never seen a more carbon copy of the Statue of David. And yeah. I even I took a screenshot <laughs> of him at the beginning. Oh. And then they had a parallel of him with the Statue of David. And I was like, ah, they know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's very classical, Chiseled. beautiful young man, right? Yeah. But doesn't do it for... For Fernando or Claire? No. Yeah, no, I I just did not really find him attractive. Yeah, okay. I liked his smile. I found that very uh, approachable. Mm. and He had a very babyish face at the same time. Yeah, see that? I think he just looked very young. Mm. Right. Yeah. I thought the two, um, I can't remember their names, Marie and Frank. Francis. Oh yeah, um, were very well cast. I thought they played it very well. They had this like just yeah. edge of 
sort of embarrassing desperation that hmm. they just played. So that's the, the writer and director, isn't it? Yeah, I, I found that out just before we met. I looked yeah, I just discovered that. <laughs> yeah. What a part to write for yourself. Is <laughs> it so not a... Not one of these parts where you make yourself the wonderful <laughs> hero, is it? Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely not a vanity part he's written there. <laughs> yeah. Um, I thought you looked like Justin Bieber, though. I kept you. I did. Yeah, I saw that. I don't really know what Justin Bieber oh, looks I like. I guess I know what you mean. Like it just kept really confusing me. Mm. Something about him. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Um, yeah, I just had a quick look. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> I, I didn't like either Justin. of them. No, they weren't very likable characters. Uh, I empathised with them, though, as I've said. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I oh, think... yeah, I do see it. <laughs> okay. That's what Justin Bieber looks like, is it? <laughs> yeah, he looks like uh, Xavier Dolan. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, uh, Michael, did you say that you did not like either of um, Marie nor Frances? That's right. Hmm. Did Did you? N- no. Wait. W- wait. I guess not. But are we also meant to think that they were just too young to understand or to know better? I mean, um, they were twenty five. Were they meant to be younger? Because sometimes, sometimes, some. <laughs> Older people uh, are meant to be like much younger in, I know, in the film. Yeah. Well, she I think said they in the hairdressers. It in the script, right? Yeah, she said when she was in the hairdressers, "I've met my soulmate at twenty-five." Uh, I think she was twenty-five. That's still young. That is still somehow young. Mm. Yeah, there was certainly something inexperienced about them, wasn't it? They like it was their their first their first love or something and they learned or should have learned something from it. Mm. But the more important uh, question is 32 also young. Yes. Oh good. Because I'm 32. <laughs> We're all young in love. <laughs> yeah. I, I do feel very old. Lying <laughs> here with my bad back. <laughs> with your bad back. Uh. <laughs> My, my glasses sitting on the table next to me. I'll bring Perhaps you they... your knitting when we're done. Yeah. Michael seemed a bit old this episode. <laughs> <laughs> They're all the, having sex. The young people are all at it. I just don't understand it. <laughs> I just want my films to say exactly what they're about with my mate and two veg. <laughs> what what have happened to, you. to Ingrid Bergman? And... Yeah. <laughs> Humphrey Bogart. Audrey Hepburn. Oh, they wish. (laughs) It's since they added (laughs) colour. You're kind of right as well. I've totally gone too far the other way, which is exactly what grown-ups do. Like old people, (laughs) you know what? They'll realise that someone's a bit younger than them and they'll say like, oh, I, I had that album on cd but you probably don't know what a cd is do you and you're like yes i'm 30 like i cds were invented like yeah. what after i was born or whatever um 
And I think that's what I've done here. I've been like, wow, all these these young people, they're just all having sex all the time by the look of it. Wow, I guess they're just having sex after they've seen them before the next one. And they're just all in bed together. That'll be more sex. I don't know. <laughs> Might as well just all be having sex all the time, as far as I can tell. And yeah. I I'm, now, I'm, like, yeah. I'm trying to work out if this if is like a prejudice. shared a bed with a chap, you <laughs> It did make me think going through it, like, I I do have this sort of conservative streak to me that's like, well, maybe they should wait until they're in, like, (laughs) like committed relationships before they have sex. Maybe this is causing problems, but I just way misunderstood how far they were from that. (laughs) Um, Yeah, God. (laughs) <laughs> and I don't know if there's an element of prejudice in me because it was all in French, and so I was just assuming that because I was I was comparing this all the way through. I was gonna I, I was gonna talk for a little while about how this was the same as uh, une femme et une femme with this whole oh that's like, a really good compare. I hadn't thought about Parisian that. thing yeah. like it's not. oh there's just another guy and like he's cool with it and they're all kind of sleeping together and it's all fine <laughs> uh, but there's some hurt feelings but you know what it's just the the lifestyle and that's all cool and it's the modern way or whatever but no it wasn't a film about that at all <laughs> oh no I've quite forgotten about that film um, I just don't know what it is about <laughs> Sorry, Michael's got no idea. <laughs> I think I understood it in family and fam a little better than this. But, yeah, none uh... of them were sleeping together. They were all just platonic friends, right? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Hard to tell. Mm. Yeah, goodness. Yeah. <laughs> um... Was there any symbolism? <laughs> the green light. Well, I know is... all the light. Will we get the flute out though? Oh yes. Let me just go and get it. <laughs> oh, where is it? Uh, where well, there's is a way they use it's beds lost. to symbolise sex, didn't they? Every time there was a bed, that <laughs> meant apparently was not. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, the symbolism flute is lost. I oh, can't God. find it. Um, Do you want me to improvise something? Yeah, yes, please. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> oh, oh no. that's going to ring better. I'm sorry, that was, that was terrible. <laughs> Maybe we should all try something. I've got a can uh, here. I might be able to make something. My hands aren't sweaty enough. Yeah. Oh, oh my god, that's nice. Oh, what a pleasant noise. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do. <laughs> We should stop now. Yeah, I need to go and tell you what's going on. So, beds. They, they were sleeping together. They were literally sleeping together. Yeah. This, <laughs> I thought that was because they were having sex, but it, it was like a, a bit of a symbol, right? It was meant to make us think about them all in bed together. And they, <laughs> they were so simple. Some kind of. <laughs> I mean, it was. <laughs> it's, it's it was meant to hint at sex, right? Yeah. It was it was intimacy rather than sex, I would say. It was intimacy, yes. No, no sexual connotations at all. Don't think so. Not the no. way that it was presented. Oh come on! Some of the stuff we've come out with in these meetings. 
saying, oh, one of them, like, was drinking coffee, that means sex, and they're not giving me all three of them sleeping in bed together every night while two of them are in love with one of the other ones. Nah, nah. Michael, you're just being silly. Yeah, you're, you're reading too much into this. Not everything is about sex, Michael. <laughs> Do you know, it's, it's actually it's quite disrespectful the way you're treating symbolism here. <laughs> <laughs> Laura thought everyone on the Argos all of the Argonauts were at it because they all had their tops off and you're not giving me three that's, people in bed together that's Greek mythology they were all at it <laughs> um, right what can we do with Adonis who was Adonis oh yeah okay so Nicola was Adonis that was it though yeah who was Adonis yeah, Adonis was a man. Oh, Aphrodite was in love with him. Okay, so a man so beautiful that that like goddess of sex and love herself was in love with him. Yeah, yes. Yeah, and they they must have been hinting at that a bit, right? Because he he looked like a Greek god, didn't he? Um, yeah. As we said, he looked like the statue of David, and he yeah had this whole classical beauty to him um so he it, it, it is he almost like the embodiment of sexual desire yeah that that's what he represents in, in greek mythology yeah or maybe okay. they were cutting to adonis and not the statue of david and no it was know. david they cut to or was it but because the statue of adonis looks quite similar to the statue of david well, yeah, that that classical curly-haired mm. blonde thing is is classic. Yeah, and it was a very deliberate Renaissance bit, wasn't it? Mm. Um, that was trying to evoke that that ancient style. So I can see that. Mm. Um, I think what what else we've got. I thought his relationship with his mother was a bit odd. It was weird. And again, I think they were using that as an indicator for how he just has weird relationships with people. Mm. And the weird, like, dancing kind of suggestively with his mum yeah. maybe suggests that they shouldn't have been reading into his signals. Oh, yeah, if he's doing that with his mum, yeah. then he's obviously not doing it because he's in love with them. I think this is where his attachment issues come from because did she not say in her little monologue the next day that she never that she kind of lost touch with him because she was abroad yeah. all the time um, yeah she was dancing although I think at this point mm. I still thought the film was set in France so I was like wow she was in America well no wonder they lost touch <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, I thought it was when the when the um, young woman in the interview was talking she was saying about how she fell in love with a German guy and flew to visit him and I thought that seems a bit wasteful, just from <laughs> France to Germany, like there's high speed trains. You... <laughs> but no. Uh, yeah, when they talked about Europe, further. I didn't get it either. I was just <laughs> yeah. like, oh, that's weird. <laughs> I can't remember what made me figure it out at some point. Uh, she when said she Montreal. About... Yeah. Okay. She, one of them said about getting an email and a heart fluttering, but it was from Amazon.ca. 
Oh, yeah. Christ, that was I was like, like oh, that was good. <laughs> Did no one notice their dresses on the envelopes when Nicola was inviting them? No. Oh, oh. <laughs> you've been watching this with a magnifying glass. All right, <laughs> No, Barrow. I didn't notice that. Yeah. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> the one thing I them? noticed, monsieur, <laughs> the address is on the envelope. <laughs> that was good. Mm. I assume anybody like properly fluent in French could have told from the accents. Um, Probably, yeah. They also said words in English with a very American accent. I thought yeah, that was weird that. as well. I'm just so unobservant. Yeah. Every all these little details, I'm like, oh, that's a bit odd. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> They're an American accent now. <laughs> Talking about America. Don't see it. Address is Montreal. What's happening? <laughs> What what region of France is that? <laughs> well, then my stupid brain was like, "Oh, Montreal must be named after a place in actual France." <laughs> That's conceivable, right? I think the French places are named after the Canadian places. Yeah. <laughs> oh, don't start this again. Oh, <laughs> you. <laughs> anyway, symbolism. Yes, so he clearly had a very strange relationship with his mother. Yeah. It was characterized by abandonment and he uses his you know, he's just getting his love and admiration from other people because he really just wants to have sex with his mum. Yeah. There we go. We go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's great, some more Greek mythology. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but he didn't know it was his mum, Oedipus, so that's yeah, true. people give him a rough time. They do, don't they? Mm. Uh, they really didn't do that much wrong. Yeah, killed a guy. Yeah, he's dad. Yeah, we By don't accident. call murdering doing an Oedipus, though, do we? I suppose not. <laughs> Did they not also kill the Sphinx? Did he? I think that was Oedipus. That sounds right. Or certainly outsmarted the Sphinx. Yeah. Um, does it come under symbolism, all the Audrey Hepburn uh, attempts on Marie's part? Yeah, I wondered that like, a bit as well, or if that was just, <laughs> it's just part of the fabric of the film, that she's so yeah. desperate that she will cling to anything. Mm. I mean, both of them, really. Because yeah. I noticed that mm, oh, yeah, when she was first... <clears throat> when she was sleeping with the first guy, she, like, pinned her hair up while they were lying mm. in bed. And I was like, oh, that that's looking a bit Audrey Hepburn-y. wonder if mm. that's a thing. And then just, yeah, she gets the headscarf and she yeah. starts quoting her. And it's like, oh, this is just embarrassing there. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> it was all so embarrassing. Yeah. I was so oh, embarrassed was for them both the entire way through. <laughs> Um, and the fact that he didn't put his poster up. Oh, yeah. oh he didn't, did he? Yeah. Oh, that's sad. Guess that's he just wasn't that into. Wasn't that into them? I mean, yeah, wasn't a great poster. No. Yeah, I thought that was a bit of a, a cheap line. Oh, where did you find it? I was in this poster shop down the street. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a poster yeah. of, a, of Audrey Hepburn. 
<laughs> the most postered actress in the world. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Uh, oh, that was tough, awful. wasn't it? But yeah. I, I think, like you say, Laura, we can kind of all see some hints of ourselves in that, and <laughs> we've all got a bit too far to please someone and done things that make us cringe later. To... Nah, I'm cool at all times. Oh, well, that's fine. <laughs> I've never done anything embarrassing. <laughs> Glad to hear it. <laughs> Yeah, so I guess the symbol there is she she was turned she was trying to make herself into a different person, right? Mm. Um probably in more ways than just her looks. I'm sure there what were a lot of layers, but I'm not I didn't really pick up on them. No, I'm still trying to get to the first one to be honest. Dug up the onion and I'm just sort of wiping some of the dirt off the outside, forget about the layers. <clears throat> Um, what did you think of the the cool sort of impressionistic slow motion music bits? Oh, I love the way they used Bang Bang. Mm. Yeah, that's a nice recurring motif. Lovely. A nice pastiche, if you will. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, that was good. I really liked Jump Around. Yeah, Yeah. that's good as well. been so easy to film but somebody had that idea was like we'll put on jump around film them walking into the room really really slowly and it just gives this atmosphere this party a sort of kind of laid back but aggressive at the same time and they're yeah flinging themselves into it then it all came crashing down a little bit oh she was so mistressed <laughs> she really yeah. was i thought about that at the time and i thought that that is the kind of thing that i reckon if you've got the confidence in yourself to go with it that could have looked fantastic mm. um she as she said it's, it's classic um but oh she was just a bit too there was something in her that was making that not work and was making the whole dress look weird I think it was the mimicking the Audrey Hepburn. Like, it didn't feel mm-hmm. authentic enough. Yeah, it was almost fancy dress, wasn't it? Yeah, nothing they really did felt authentic. Like, you could tell there was just a calculatedness behind it. Hmm. Oh, sad. Oh, when they brought in the presents. Isn't that it's cute? so embarrassing. Oh. Come on, guys. Catch on. Be aloof. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice to get a present, though. Yeah, those presents, though. 
I like the jumper. I'd wear that. I like the hat. (laughs) I'd never wear that. (laughs) I'd Uh, wear the jumper, but not if I had to pay $400 for it. Yeah. Uh, That's the thing about the present. He didn't have to pay for it. Oh, that's true. $400 for free. Yeah. I I did the, the usual thing there because I, I saw, wow, $400. That, that sounds like a lot, but then it's Canadian dollars. So maybe that's not very much. <laughs> I looked it up and that's quite a lot. <laughs> Is it around 300 American dollars? Um, I, Yeah, something like that. Only slightly less than American dollars. Mm-hmm. I mean... We don't. When was this set? It was certainly. I assume twenty ten. Nah, it must have been before that. They didn't all have mobiles all the time. Um, and they had corded house oh, phones. Yeah. Oh, we had a corded house phone in twenty ten. What? I oh, know it was a cordless, wasn't it? It was a house phone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it was before. Mobiles were central to every mm. moment of your life as they are now. Mm, yeah. yeah, people still wrote letters and yeah. made phone calls on a house phone. Yeah. Probably remembered phone numbers and shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Remembering phone numbers. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, the good old days. <laughs> Anything else? I feel like there was a lot, but nothing sprang into mind. Yeah, not much more from me. I I think it was a good film. I liked it. And I liked it a lot. I think I'll have to rewatch it <laughs> <laughs> with what I've learned. Is that a yawn? <laughs> for me, yeah. Sorry, Sunday. <laughs> and I've just finished a coffee. Yes. <laughs> it's just um, I've been lying down for. Two weeks now. Oh. I don't know what it is to be awake. Oh. I need to go in like a couple of minutes. So, unless there's anything else to wrap this baby up, wrap this baby up. Good film. What's the game? Uh, well, I guess we covered last that. Week. The sex, the slow, lingering sex scenes were one thing. Yep. Unrequited love, that's the obvious one. Yearning, yep. Dis- yep. displacement, dislocation. Polyamorous relationships. Polyamorous relationships. Keanu Reeves. <laughs> um, I, I'm guessing we don't want to say who we all are. <laughs> I mean, I've already said I'm at least three people. I'm Francis. <laughs> I'm also Francis. Can we both be Francis? Go on then. Can I be Nicola's mum? Yeah, she was cool. Excellent, yeah. Yes. Great. Sorted. Wait, awesome. what's the link between this film and the previous one? What was the previous film? My Brick own up private. Your ears. Oh, I thought it was my own no. private idol. <laughs> oh, everything oh, you said what... also applied to prick up your ears. <laughs> <laughs> yep, a very one, a unilateral romantic relationship. We really, yeah. we're in the LGBT season, like I said. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's three in a row. Eventually that will just season. not be a thing, won't it? Oh no, we had yeah. awakenings in the middle. But still, uh, the main character of that was supposed to no. be gay. 
Oh yeah, Oliver Sacks was gay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Cool. There we go. Anyway, pick up your ears. Um, yeah, I think I'm just gonna go with people being indifferent but giving affection in a way that makes you blind to their total indifference to you. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Oh, well done. Thank you. Oh, shall I play the music? I'm ready. Fernando, anything else? Uh, so wait, did we all think it was a good film then? I, I did. I film. loved it. Yeah, that was great. Yep. Did you think it was a good film? I I still would not know. <laughs> still not sure. <laughs> oh. oh, an undecided. Maybe we will need to watch it again. But uh, I enjoyed this conversation as usual much more than <laughs> watching the film. So thank you. <laughs> yeah, let's play the music. Two, one. Paper. Scissors. Right. Um, do I always go paper? Um, <laughs> I haven't noticed if you do. Don't know. Okay. Interesting. We also <laughs> want to do the short films thing yeah. as well, don't yeah, we? Yeah, that'll be soon. after 75, so that'll be after this next one, which I'm picking right now. And it is film. Yellow Submarine. Oh, okay. Cool. Yellow Submarine. Lovely. Sweet ass, bro. <laughs>